Welcome to the Lent Daily Prayer podcast from Redeemer Church here in Winston-Salem. I'm Chris Horn. I'm one of the pastors here at Redeemer, and it's a joy to be able to share this time with you as each of the 40 days of the season of Lent, we will be learning from Jesus how to pray together. And so this is, uh, today is Ash Wednesday. It's February the 17th. It's the first day of Lent And we start the season of Lent, which is a time of sort of chipping away at the superficial shell of our lives and remembering that we are both wonderfully made by God and also um, broken creatures in need of saving. And uh, as we start on Ash Wednesday, uh, uh, often throughout uh, Christian traditions this day, um, uh, followers of Jesus will be marked on their forehead with ashes as a reminder that we were made from the dust of the ground by God and that we will return to dust, uh, remembering that we are finite and destined to die is uh, central to a life of following Jesus because this season of Lent uh, culminates in Easter where we celebrate that our Lord Jesus, who is God, who became a human being, that he not just uh, not only died at the cross, but he uh, was risen, he was resurrected, and he overcame death. That is our great hope. If the resurrection is true, then we can't lose. Um, then all things will be well. And so we begin our season of Lent here on Ash Wednesday by remembering that we are dust And that is the place that we start. We begin to seek God in prayer. So I just want to invite you um, to take a couple of deep breaths uh, as I call us into a time of prayer from Romans chapter 6. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. Lord, I thank you for this privilege of praying together with sisters and brothers, wherever they may be. Ask uh, your spirit now to be with me and to be with them as we look toward you, Lord Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. Our scripture reading for today on this Ash Wednesday is the 51st Psalm. The Psalms are this beautiful collection of songs, of praises, of times of sorrow, um, of true uh, human emotion before the face of God. And the 51st Psalm is a really um, important place for us to start this journey. It was written by a man named David who lived long, long ago. He was a king of, of Israel, and he is described as a man after God's own heart, but also a deeply broken and flawed human being. And uh, this particular psalm is written um, after uh, a season of David's life where he sinned uh, terribly. He had taken uh, a woman who was not his wife, who was married to someone else, and assaulted her. He used his power as king in order to, um, to sleep with her. And he sinned against her uh, in the most uh, grievous and dehumanizing way. And uh, in the response to try and cover it up, he actually murdered her husband. And the worst part of that, not the worst part, but something really awful, is that 
didn't seem like this bothered him too much until his friend Nathan the prophet came to him and confronted him over what he had done. And this is what he writes in response. So this is Psalm 51. It's written to the choir master, a Psalm of David. When Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone into Bathsheba, who was the name of this woman. And this is what he says. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Notice he's saying against God only has he sinned. It's obviously not true. He sinned against so many other people. But he's recognizing that at our core, the reason why we hurt ourselves and hurt others um, has to do with our standing before God and who we think God is and how we are willing to respond to his power and his love. It all is about God. And until we are made right with God and we actually trust him, we will just continue to hurt others. He goes forth on to say, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. I love that he asked God not to just help him to, to do better, to be a better person, but he is actually being the most brutally honest to say, I need a clean heart. I need to, to be made new from the inside out. Oh, that is, that is the posture of someone who sees God. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in right sacrifices, and burnt offerings, and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. It's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Part of what our brother David is saying to us in this moment of vulnerability um, is that only when we are restored from the inside to God, only when we allow him to create a clean heart in us, only when we acknowledge that we have failed, will we be able to actually live in a way that is uh, full of love and is pleasing to God and loves our neighbor. Uh, it starts from the inside out. And so this moves us into a time of confession. I'm going to read a confession for us and give you some time to um, be in a vulnerable space with God, to offer to him 
the ways that you have not trusted him, the ways that you've hurt others and hurt yourself. Let's pray. You see all things, but we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. Blot out our transgressions. Be merciful to us sinners. And grant that our names may be found written in the book of life. For the sake of Christ Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen. That was a prayer written by one of our great, 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 great uncles, Narses of Clahes. He was a, uh, a Christian from the church in Armenia back in the fourth century. But God never leaves us where we are. Part of what I love about David's psalm is that he immediately goes to God seeking forgiveness. He doesn't try to prove that he can beat himself up enough as if he could somehow uh, earn God's forgiveness by being sorry enough. But he simply turns to God and says, I need you to wash me. He knows that God is more ready to forgive us than we are to confess. And that's good news for us. God is more ready to forgive you than you are to confess the ways that you've failed. So hear this good news from him, from Jeremiah 31. Hear the Almighty say, I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. In Christ, your sins are remembered no more. Rejoice today in the everlasting love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as we go, go with this good word, this benediction over you from Zephaniah. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. Amen. On this Ash Wednesday, uh, take time throughout the day, or if you're at the end, end of your day now, to, um, to rest uh, in the knowledge that our God loves to cleanse us and to make us new. And that means that you can be honest with him at all times. After all, we are but dust, but he takes, uh, he takes mind of us. Thanks for being with us. Uh, join us again tomorrow as we learn uh, new ways to pray uh, together. There'll be a new podcast uh, in your inbox tomorrow. Go in peace. Thank you so much for spending this time with us as we learn from Jesus how to pray together. For more information about Redeemer Presbyterian Church, please visit us at RedeemerWS.org.